The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Jackass, and we're on a path of destruction once again through every single episode of, well, Jackass, obviously. <laughs> we're just three lifelong fans of Jackass, reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. This episode was released on October 15, 2000. Hmm. Yeah, there's a fun fact about today. I bet there is. If you were born on this day, I could comfortably okay. say that you're absolutely irrelevant. Oh, what the fuck? Why are you going to yep, be such yep. a dick? From my extensive research, <laughs> oh, and I research quote... research behind it. Holy shit. Yeah, oh, there's research, all right. I spent way more time than you would think <laughs> trying to figure this one out. <laughs> so I decided to go with celebrity birthdays at best, you know? Right. I quote, you share a birthday with, in brackets, no one at this time. <laughs> what? No <laughs> matches found in our celebrity database. <laughs> we have over 150,000 celebrities in our database. We will continue to update with the listing matching birthdays. So bookmark this page and check back often. So basically, yeah, I'm comfortable saying you're irrelevant. Oh my god! Uh, okay, did you did you get this <laughs> so off of like a GeoCities website? And when they say we're going to update it regularly, it hasn't been updated in like 25 Since years. 1985. No, I used Google <laughs> DuckDuckGo. I used it all. I was really, really trying to find a fun fact. So nothing, nothing out there happened on this day nothing. this year. No. And what day? What day was it again? October 15th, 2000. October 15th. You know what happened on that what? date? What's that? Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I actually thought he had something there. So, yeah, I thought he had something too, but I actually knew he didn't because I literally spent time looking for it. So, fuck you if you were born that day. Basically, thanks for making my job harder. Listen, Jay, I'm pretty sure if we, I mean, for those of you who are new to the podcast, Chris always, uh, he, he was very adamant that he'd be able to start every episode off with an on this day in history. And so far, he's kind of shit the bed all three times. Yeah. Come on, yeah. it's Safe not my fault. But you know what? No, oh, you did. <laughs> You didn't even have anything today. There was nothing. One of the key things we do on this show is we rank our favorite stunts. And as we go along, we're keeping a big jackass stunt compendium with all the ratings. I think we should start rating the fun facts of the day because I don't want you getting oh, away with shit idea. like this in the future. Chris, this is this, this is a bad almost yeah, inexcusable. Me up for failure, guys. I really appreciate it. Okay, you can so, do better. so far the ceiling is pretty low. It's pretty low. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to rate this one a negative three out of ten because technically it shouldn't have a rating. What, were you born on October 15th, you <laughs> asshole? It's pretty salty. Yeah, no, then know. it would be a negative six. 69. Oh, very nice, Chris. Very mm -hmm. nice number. Uh, so, Jay, why don't, you, uh, why don't you tell the loyal listener why we're here well, today? Well, uh, number one. We're here to fuck. Mm. Oh, that's, that is often the that case. That is often the case, except uh, it's that weird, like, you know, uh, long distance fucking, like when you're on webcam and you kind of just, you diddle your shit for the other person and they, did, you know. Did you guys ever do that in high school? High school? Who's talking about high school? I did it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Like, obviously, you're not. I mean, both ways. There's a very there's a very small window that you have the opportunity to have webcam sex with high school kids. And that's when you're in high school. Is that technically that's the only time? time? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that's the only time. Um, but that was like my main source of uh, sexual income back in, in high school. Well, you made money. Doing I lived that? so far away from everyone. Yeah, I was on. I was a cam a cam boy at that point. Yeah. <laughs> right on. 
proud of you. There's actually a high school kid that, or even an elementary school kid that'd be acceptable. You know what? We're, we're like with. society. Billy Madison. Society <laughs> is becoming more and more progressive about this stuff, about, you know, people making money on the internet, doing sex stuff. You got OnlyFans. Yeah. I almost wonder, do you think now we're at a point where you could put that on a resume and get a job? I think you get some jobs. I think that's absolutely true. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of the types of jobs that you could get, and they're probably lateral moves. I mean, you're not going to uh, apply to be the new uh, CEO of Target with that on your resume. I, I don't know, she think. She looked like she had a good target to me. Hey, Chris is just lighting Woo! us on fire all of a sudden. <laughs> Some, something about this episode of Jackass has got him raunchy. You know, speaking of lighting yourself on fire, soon to come in this episode of mm. Jackass, we'll be playing with fire a little bit. But before we get into that, hey, I don't want to spoil anything for you. Basically, this is a rundown of episode three of jackass season one and we're just going stunt by stunt to give you the loyal listener uh, just a bit of a blast from the past some nostalgia if you've never watched jackass before i don't know why you'd be listening to this first but hey if you're here and you're That'd new be strange thanks for tuning in we're gonna get right into it uh but oh shit guys you know what i don't think i can do this um why you know i gotta get something uh, off my chest oh, jay are you are you okay well <laughs> Listen, okay, it's episode three. I mean, we've made a lot of progress, yeah. but in, in, in episode one, you know, we we covered the poo cocktail. Yeah, the, yeah, we and 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 we and we we covered it so well, and you were so happy to do it. You loved poo. Yeah, I, I, mean, poo I, I, I ain't got no problems with poo, but I, I feel like maybe. <laughs> With the poo cocktail, I feel like maybe we may have cast it in the wrong light, guys. I mean, here on the Jackass, we're we're not about kink shaming anybody. We, we don't care no, what you're into, no. you know. And, and I don't know, maybe you like it when a bunch of dudes you met behind a Taco Bell take you out back to a strange apartment, and you know, after everyone's had their burrito supreme lunch, you just let mm-hmm. those true colors shine and 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 fly. I would say almost and fly, yeah, and projectile. Yeah, I mean, depending on you know your constitution, I. I don't know. Maybe you're into that. Maybe maybe you just want to spread it around like a bad boy, like a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> I don't know what you're into, but it's okay. We're here to say it's okay. And right now, the Jackass crew, we want to rally together in support of those whose voices cannot be heard with the hashtag me poo. Me poo. So hashtag me poo to show your support for those whose voices cannot be heard. And uh, apologies to anyone who heard this bit while they were eating a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, and uh, and leave it to, uh, I would say, the three most qualified people to uh, to uh, uh, make a satirical joke on the uh, hashtag MeToo movement. Uh, three dudes. Uh, <laughs> just three. What? Who's talking about? Who said anything about Me Too? What oh, are you talking about? This is a completely I, different set of context, no, Mike. No. I said Me Poo. I clearly said Me Poo. Oh, I must have misheard you. That must, that must just be a latency issue. I do not want any poo shaming. <laughs> no, no, we can't. No, 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 shame. The poo no more poo shaming on no, this podcast, guys. period. <laughs> Come on. Come on. My name's Johnny Knoxville, and I'm going to drop in on the Vert Ramp for the first time ever. Episode three, we're going right in with the Shockwave Caller, stunt number one. You put this around your neck, and when you overstep the wire boundaries, it uh, administers a shock. Ooh. Featuring everybody's favorite cameraman, Rick Kosick. Uh, I think at this point in the show, Rick was not maybe as much of a household name yet, but I think you could start to see some things coming through uh, in the sense that uh, they they kind of like to pick on this guy a little bit. The plot idea here is basically that Knoxville has ordered a special collar you can wear around your neck that 
I think it's meant to train dogs. Yes. Totally cruel, in my opinion. I don't think you should put this on any animal or a person, for that matter, uh, unless it's for our entertainment. But uh, basically, <laughs> when you make noise, I, is it noise no, activated? This, or this I one, can't remember if it's proximity. Yeah, this one's proximity. But it shocks you. This one, this one, you walk past a certain point. And, uh, and the, what I liked about it, though, is that you had Johnny trying it out first. He's like, if anyone's going to be going to be uh, uh, playing this game, I'm going to show everyone that I'm I'm cool with it, that I, I can I can take it. And then you got Jeff Tremaine coming in. It's one of the first times he's taken part in a in a in a prank. And it turns out that the whole idea of it is to uh, is to get uh, Rick Kosick, our favorite cameraman, right. like you said, in on the action, but to do it kind of without him knowing, which is actually fucking hilarious. But this was one of my favorite sketches from the episode because it felt so much like what I remember Jackass being. It was like it, it had them playing pranks on someone else, the setup, them just hanging around backstage. Like it seems like the kind of thing that just happens organically when you're on set with Jackass. I had a really fun time with this one. I really, really liked it. I loved how how mad Rick got. Oh, so mad. Like it's funny because as time goes on, you re I think what he realizes is the more mad you get the worse you get it. So it's best just to take it with a smile, maybe punch someone quickly. But I feel like with these kind of guys, the more of a reaction that you get, especially negative, means you're going to become a bigger and bigger target. Yeah. So you could even see as the episode goes on, more things will happen to him. And by the end, you know, he's just puking in the back of a van, but they're not really fucking with him yeah, as much. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he basically did like the opposite of when I was when I was a, a young kid, my, my dad sat me on his lap and uh, told me two things. One was you can make a great income going on webcams. Two is this is a book that I'm going to give you and it's how to survive in prison. I don't know why he gave it to me so early. I think he just expected bad things of me. And the number one rule is basically exactly what Rick is breaking. It's like, don't let them know that they're getting to you because from this moment on, they picked on him and kind of thank yeah, God because target. it's, it's our, it's to our benefit. Hey Mikey, does your dad, does he like, can I, like uh you know pay him by the hour for coaching on that or yeah. is he still in the business yeah or? no uh he he actually has a he he has a full business that he uh it's, it's basically just life coaching that's what he does and he just tells people nice. those two things over and over again and they all seem to get on board with it no i i meant for the i meant for the camboy gig but uh, i don't know what you're talking about oh no no he he's he's all he tells you is to do it he doesn't know how to do it he just knows that there's oh, money. Okay. Yeah, and if you end up getting raped you get your money back oh is that true yeah that's that's his, his guarantee that's, that's his guarantee yep yep oh, oh he, he did have an infomercial <laughs> yeah, yeah i missed that one i must and, not and be I watching thought my me poo bit was bad I just wanted to say the intro of the show we, we skipped over. Oh, yes. Uh, I just wanted to bring it up because literally it's not the first time I've, I've actually seen that. Just for, for context before you tell the story there, uh, basically the intro to the show for this one is Knoxville dropping in for the first time on a vert ramp, like a huge fucking At least vert ramp. Footer. Yeah. This this one this one before Chris tells the story it was maybe one of the most scary things I could imagine doing because I've done it before and uh, and Chris was there with me and I'm sure had a different uh, interpretation. I thought I was being brave. He was Mikey to his credit was being very brave. Oh, okay. He was so little. He sat at the top. Of the, I think it was about an eight footer. So it was definitely not a mini ramp. It was bigger than that. And for literally about two hours straight. He'd get up to the top, <laughs> try and drop, drop in, slam, get back up, try it again. Try. I honestly don't think you ever got it. I, I, I yeah. never got it. But I've he, never he dropped in properly. And just kept on going. And I actually, you know, normally I thought he was a bit of a nerd as a kid, but <laughs> <laughs> I 
I had a little bit of respect for him after the end of that day. If uh, if this is the first episode you're listening to, uh, Chris and myself, Mikey, we're uh, brothers, and we record the the, uh, the the podcast in the same room. Jay is, we don't know where. He could be on the moon for all we fucking care. We actually just tune him out and talk and just hope that when we stop talking, he's saying something. <laughs> we don't know for sure. But uh, yeah, that was true. We went to the skate park. Jay, you mentioned in, in a recent episode that you were kind of like one of those poser kids growing up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was Your too. point? I, no, no, I'm sorry. I was like, geez, where are we going with this one? Yo, Jay, you said you're a fucking nerd. Uh, no, I was I was the same way. I was the exact same way. I no, had I a couldn't skateboard, for shit, but dude. I was I not sucked. good at it. Same, same. Yeah, it was terrible. I fucking, like, I would ride around town and shit. I remember this one time I was like, kind of got a little cocky because I was on my own just skating around town. And I thought, you know what? I'm pretty good at this. I could probably, I could probably ride down this big hill. It's like one of the biggest hills in our small town. And I just started going down and like halfway through, I'm like, just fucking my legs are shaking. And I'm just thinking, okay, Ooh. oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like you, you can't do anything at that point. So you just have to ride the board and hope you don't fall off. And you're just kind of like... Okay, if I if I fucking just try to crouch a little bit, <laughs> just ride this thing out. Maybe I'll eventually get to the bottom of the hill and just slow down. But like, if I would have biffed it, I probably would have cracked my head open. I think that was the last time I went skating because the hill scared me too much. I'm a, little, <laughs> a little scaredy boy. It's too fast. Oh, those hills, man, they come out of nowhere. They're scary <laughs> as fuck. They're hard to avoid. But uh, hey, man, that opening stunt back to Cossack for a sec. I love that they basically tell him, "Hey, put this on. It's audio equipment." He's just like, "Yeah." Yeah, okay, fuck it. Sure, yeah, cool. I, like, it makes <laughs> like, sense. I don't know how they convinced dude. him to do that. Like, in a maybe it's because they just weren't, he wasn't used to them trying to prank him at this point in time. But, like, man, you're not putting anything around my neck if your name starts with Johnny and ends in Knoxville. Like, there's not a fucking chance. Like, just this crazy pain. I don't wish upon any animal to be wearing that stupid thing. And maybe at this time he was just legitimately an amateur yeah. videographer. Uh, honestly, like he knew to have nothing about case. it. He's yeah. just one of the boys and they just threw him in. I don't know. I'd have to verify that. Yeah. Do you think um, there is a, uh, sorry, Chris, there's a, there's a, there's a clip at the end. I just wanted to mention uh, in the credits for either this episode or the next one. And uh, <laughs> I believe Chris Pontius is wearing it and you see him getting electrocuted and he's just smiling he's the whole it. time. He's which fucking I loving it. The like, credits, the credits in this episode beast. were great. Also after Johnny Knoxville drops yeah. in, they fucking tase him. <laughs> they fucking tase him and they don't show that in the intro. <laughs> Termaine got the electric collar on. Do you think nowadays he would, do that? Do you think like back in the day he clearly took his licks? He was a bit of a G, but do you think he's gone Hollywood or do you think he's still one of the boys? I that's a good question. I uh, we'll see when Jackass Four comes out, which yeah. is one of the reasons we're doing this podcast. Is it you know it's going to be uh, fresh on everyone's mind, but we'll see. I mean, if if he's into it, like I'm super curious in Jackass Four. Do they? Do they make money off of it or do they lean into it knowing that this is their last chance well, to show what they got? There was, I saw something, unfortunately, I wish I didn't even really see, but there's definitely some issues going on with Bam and the Jackass oh, yeah. no, no, that's where I don't think he's part of the project anymore. And I don't mean, I don't know if that means they're halting it completely. He mentioned something about a $4 million contract. So they're definitely making some money there's, off there's it. There's a but lot I, going. I, I just hope that it all gets sorted out. Yeah, out we want Bam involved. But everybody does. Who there's doesn't? a lot, a lot uh, that that apparently is going on behind the scenes that I who the fuck knows what's going on. I just hope they figure it out. 
Hey, uh, jackass crew, just, just for the record, uh, just between you and me here, fuck these oh. other guys. D- don't, don't listen to the negativity. Where did Jay go? You're going to make all your money back. You're going to make millions. And just remember that I said this, if you ever, you know, I don't know, maybe want to come on the show sometime or something like that. Where's just Jay? Fuck, fuck these other guys. Wait, Where'd Jay go? Sorry. Uh, <clears throat> so Chris, the, the skunk, the oh. next stunt oh, is called is. the skunk, um, featuring Johnny Knoxville. This is just basically what it sounds like. Johnny Knoxville is going to go piss off a skunk and see what happens. See how many times he can get sprayed, essentially. The thing I love about the stunt is how it opens, honestly, because oh. <laughs> uh, they they figure, okay, well, we need a resident skunk expert, which is this lady named Cher, I believe. Cher? Of course. And she's standing... <laughs> there are three names you can be if you're a skunk expert. It's like Cher, Delilah, and Lilithy. And and we got this skunk lady in front of the, the old VW bus, and she's, you know, wearing this shirt with all these skunks on it, <laughs> and she's just totally into the whole gimmick. I don't know if they just, like, found her on the street or what, but somebody had a connection here. The thing that uh, I love is they're asking her all these questions right out of the gate like johnny's essentially going to go up to this caged skunk and you know intimidate it right so they're kind of wondering like have you ever been sprayed by a skunk never a full-on spray is very nauseating of course it goes away it burns like maize it smells i mean it's gonna be nauseating for everybody (laughs) (laughs) yeah good good very apt description i think she predicts she's nostradamus over there yeah that's basically the the basis for the stunt like what did you guys what did you think of this going in like I kind of couldn't help but feel like it was going to be a little underwhelming because you're doing a a, a stunt that kind of relies heavily on a sense of smell on a TV show. But what did you guys think? I actually was a little scared of it. (laughs) Wait a second. What? (laughs) Well, about two months ago, me and my wife decided to walk our two dogs. Okay. Um, We were smoking a joint. Okay. That's there's there's a neighborhood skunk that would walk by around that time every day. So I said to my wife, put Ox on the leash. Ox is your dog. Ox is my dog or my wife. Okay. Depending on the night. Um, so she goes to do it and sure enough, the big skunk is sitting right on the corner and Ox runs directly up to the skunk and sits in front of him and nothing's happening. Like normally they, they run or something yeah. along those lines. And I'm like, oh my God, we're also like stoned at this time. We're in the middle of smoking a joint. <laughs> and mm-hmm. she, she runs up out of panic and picks up Ox and turns away and the skunk walks off and like nothing happened. And we continue walking down the street and I'm like, ah, it smells like skunk, but we are smoking a joint. So True. I'm kind of like not understanding if it's that or this. And we're, I'm smelling ox. I don't smell anything at all. So I'm like, I guess it's just the joint, but it just keeps lingering. And, uh, then I think about it. I'm like, Jess turned her back. Maybe the skunk <laughs> sprayed my wife. And yeah, yeah. She got totally blasted by the skunk and we didn't realize oh, it was fuck. like exactly what happened. And yeah, she had to put her clothes outside for a while and oh. all that stuff. So she sheltered the dog, but took the spray and it was not pleasant at all. I, so have you guys been like sleeping in the same bed together still? Or like how? They, how they've uh, never slept together in the same no, bed. No, she, yeah. she won't. Have we, you seen my brother? She's not going to let him sleep in the same bed. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> uh, that one hurt a little what bit. What about the tomato juice? Did she do the, what Knoxville does at the end? to this stunt and no, but uh, I put dog skunk do the tomato shower <laughs> I put dog skunk shampoo on her <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the, the that kind of summarizes what my thoughts are it, it, it like getting sprayed by a skunk maybe it's just where we grew up it like it happens to people it happens to dogs so when I I heard that this was going to be the sketch it was a little bit 
underwhelming. And I think the 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 problem with this one is that the prank itself or the stunt itself is underwhelming. He's just getting sprayed by a skunk. Although he gets fucking pissed, like he gets mad. Johnny oh, Knoxville does, yeah. which which means it must be pretty bad. Every spray is uh, is followed up with a god damn it, like yeah, everyone. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. They he's cut got him me together. four times. It's, it's Surely great. he's blowing his load already. Right, right. He, he's like, all right, have a good day. Turns it around, sprays him one more time right at the very end. It. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I so that part was like okay, it was fine. But this is another one of those sketches, like we've seen in the last couple episodes, where what is good about it is afterwards it's it's like what happens after yeah. the sketch and i really think this is part of them realizing because this must have been recorded out of sequence because you'll notice knoxville doesn't have a sprained ankle but he does in the fire sketch later on in the episode and he did to sketches prior to this in the previous episode uh so i don't know maybe this was one of the earlier ones that they filmed and just hoped it would be a little bit better but the best part about this is them in the van uh and and him walking towards people <laughs> like he did in the poo cocktail like that's 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 yeah. kind of it 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 cuts into the van when they're driving away, and Knoxville's just laying in a ball on the floor like a madman, just laughing so hard he can't even breathe. I would hate to be in that car ride on the way home, though. That, that looked pretty terrible. It looked awful. Do you, do you guys want to give uh, this one a rating out of 10? Chris, why don't you start? You, you know, you having the experience of a skunk. <laughs> how realistic was this one for you? I mean, this this hit, ho- hit close to home, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I would, I'm going to probably have to say I'm going to go with a six over here. I know okay. there wasn't much to it. But because of personal experience and what definitely jacked it up is the van after the fact. They were all just absolutely dying. Everyone's having a good time. Yeah. Just Johnny's reaction, realizing that it didn't really hurt him that much, but he could actually hurt the other people more but, because of it and really playing into <laughs> it. Sure, so I sure. was laughing my ass off at the van part. So it wasn't like an elaborate stunt or plan or anything, but it came out probably better than you would have expected. Yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. And I'm right in and around the same rating there for me. It's a five out of 10 and that's because the stunt itself is lacking, but afterwards it's a ton of fun. My only problem is I could just watch them as friends hanging out and laugh my ass off. Cause it just seems like those are the kinds of guys they are so it didn't have a, a ton of creativity but the end result was pretty funny five out of ten for me right on yeah i'm sitting right under that with a four just because like i said it's fun to watch someone get sprayed by a skunk but i feel like it's kind of hard to fully get the full experience without that smell-o vision that's yeah. uh hopefully on the horizon sometime soon so when they remaster this we can get the full experience so you're you're but, hoping uh, for, mr guy who's obsessed with poo is now hoping for smell vision <laughs> Yeah, Chris, why are you Big. so obsessed with poo? What's your deal anyway? Can we talk about this? <laughs> I don't know if I could watch Jackass with Smell-O-Vision. Let's be I don't honest. think I want that <laughs> at, at all. At all. I need I'm a little bit of I'm kind of just curious to see what, what the crew smells like, you know, the majority of the time. You're talking about, like, not even when they're filming. You're, you're just curious as to what Rick Cossack smells like on an off day. Yeah, like compare that to a Pontius and then like, you know, next to a Margera. They all got a different musk, I believe. You know? uh, 100%. Pontius, who's the best smelling member of Jackass? I feel like Pontius would be the kind to rock a cologne, you know, I, I agree. or some sort of manly I, scent. I agree. I, I think, feel like he'd do it. I think he smells like like wood or oak. Yeah, natural. I don't. I don't know. I I think of him like having like like um like a pheromonic bad smell. Like <laughs> yeah. he, there's he doesn't. I don't think he like he's gonna smell good, but you're gonna want a piece of it. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Is it, is um, it weird that I think Steve-O would smell kind of like pickled eggs? Uh, no, that is exactly what he smells like. <laughs> I know that just by looking at him. Moving on from this one, we get a jackass classic here. Preston Lacey 
chasing wee man Jason Acuna down the street in matching underwear. They got the uh, white tank top and undies. Get back here! Get back here! Come here! Little bastard, come here! And basically, it's just a quick gag to get a reaction out of the people on the street. Nothing too crazy. I think the shock value has diminished by, you know, today's standards on something like this. But uh, you'll see this run concurrently through this episode. So it's kind of cut together of a few different... um, Few, few different runs. Yeah, they do it a couple times in this episode, and uh, so I don't think we need to get into it too, too much every time it comes up. So all, all I'm going to say about this one is like, I remember this being way fucking funnier than it was. Uh, going back and watching it now, I'm just like, remember the early 2000s when all you needed was a, a big guy and a little guy chasing each other down the street, and that was like it. Uh, the, the thing about that is it does kind of show how ahead of its time Jackass was because when you saw that on TV, you were like, I've never fucking seen anything like that in my entire life nowadays it just seems like the obvious thing to do i guess because we've seen things like that so many times like austin powers literally has a character named fat bastard like we've kind of (laughs) moved past that in terms of subtlety and humor but it is what it is uh coming up next i'm bam margera and I feel like kicking my dad's ass all day today. Now, this is a classic that I believe even starts to appear in the CKY videos pretty heavily as well. But uh, on this episode of Jackass, you kind of get a taste of what Bam's family relationship is really like. Uh, it's pretty much exactly what the title says. Bam is either sneaking into his dad's room while he's sleeping or in early in the morning or when he's trying to get ready for work and kicking the shit out of him. Um, the It all starts with a Charlie horse wake up. Bam just runs into the room. <laughs> Bam! You guys ever get one of those back in the back in the schoolyard days? I'm gonna give you a Charlie horse. Oh yeah, 100 percent of the time. I don't miss that shit at all, man. I, I always hated that fucking circle game. You know, don't look at the circle or someone could punch you. That's always the spot everybody would go for. Was the same, Charlie horse. same Charlie horse spot. I, I was not a fan. Uh, the funniest part of this sketch, I think, was the Charlie horse wake up though, be, because of the reaction. It was, what's wrong? It's like you know when you wake up and you're not fully there, and he's like, he doesn't what know what's happened? going on. What's that? And Pam just plays it off like, what's going on? And he's and like, and then comes in hard with the like yeah. feeding him out yeah, yeah. He, i love how he's he's like he empathizes with his dad's confusion like <laughs> you know, it's like whoa what's happening yeah e- either phil is one of the toughest human beings alive or bam deserves a professional <laughs> wrestling contract because it looks like he is absolutely wailing on him especially that somersault front kick to the face that looked oh, real fuck. that looked real yeah. so there's a moment he didn't mean to do that no he didn't mean to do it because yeah, he, he looks, looks he up. breaks character and he looks straight into the into the camera I, what did you guys think about this sketch? Because watching it as a kid, I found it fucking hilarious. Same thing. There's a lot of that in this episode for me. Watching it now, it just made me cringe. All I thought was like, Bam is the worst fucking human being in the world. I was like, <laughs> and I've, I love Bam. I've been singing Bam's praises this whole yeah. time. But like... What a how emasculated do you feel as the father where your kid just gives zero shits about you and beats you up on camera? Oh, I just it looks until later on in the sketch when it looks like he's kind of leaning into it like, oh, I'm going to kick your camera. I'm going to kick your camera. And he starts laughing. I'm like, OK, so he's yeah. kind of in on the joke sometimes. That's nice. I had little moments where I was laughing out loud and then pulling back feeling exactly like yeah, you felt like. Yeah, it wasn't all cringe. I definitely was getting my laughs. But then I like I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of I know. Parts of it were just like, I remember that you just used to tickle me, just tickle me. And now I'm like, eventually I'm closer to being a parent than a kid now. Jay, you seem pretty quiet over there. What, uh, what are your thoughts on, on this one? You, I was did masturbating, you like it? but, oh, okay. um, yeah, no, it's great. I, <laughs> is it cause we mentioned I, uh, poo like 10 minutes ago? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh no. 
Is that it? That's all you got? I'll finish later. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, there's a couple things I want to say about this this stunt, if you can call it that. Um, there's this funny thing going on here. Where you you kind of said he's the worst son of all time. Like what? <laughs> what an asshole, right? I kind of almost can't blame Bam fully. I kind of feel like it's got to be on the parents a little bit too, because if you think about it, Phil and and April, God bless their hearts, they had all Bam's childhood to try to make sure he was set straight. So I think if he's acting this way this late in his life, it's kind of like, well, you know, you had 16 years or so. So fair, fair. I uh, ooh, but, that's. You know. uh, that's a that's a strong accusation, but I, I who the fuck knows? I all I hope but is my kid doesn't grow up beating me up. I'll give it I'll give it give them a compliment though, because they do as annoying as it looks, they do play along for the cameras, yes. which is amazing to see. Like there's a, a stunt coming up in episode four, I won't ruin, but you'll see April kind of getting in on it with Bam and like helping him plan. So it's cool to see that as pissed off as they are, they're kind of just like. Well, we can't stop it, so we might as well just join him. You yeah, know? Do you and think? Do you think there's an element of like it's the only thing he's ever loved? Let's just—he's <laughs> finally enjoying something. Let's just let him have this. It could very well be that. I gotta run through the. Uh, this is like the greatest hits before we move on from this one of uh, Phil's reactions. Yeah. So after the Charlie horse, he's uh, he, Bam comes in again when he's getting his pants on, and Bam just starts beating him, beating him up, and he's like, "Come on, I gotta go to hell to work one time. Gotta go to work." That's all he manages to get out. <laughs> Um, later he, uh, he comes in, he's sitting at his desk and, uh, Bam knocks over a stack of new newspapers <laughs> and he, he just says, uh, hey, hit me in the nuts. he says, hit me in the nuts followed by, he mumbles something. And then I think he says shoulder sore. So <laughs> <laughs> he's and then, Don uh, Vito there. Not really say, mumbling. That's like Don yeah, Vito. Yeah. If you've watched Viva La Bam. Yeah. His, his <laughs> uncle. Shoulder sore. Yeah. Yeah. What are going to the uh, award-winning uh, line of this sketch is uh, he's on the phone with somebody. Bam's kicking his oh, ass yeah. while this... Phil is on the phone, and he actually stops to tell the person on the other line. Ah! That was in the gut, Bam. Oh, boom! He ruptured it. That's... He ruptured it. <laughs> like that's the one that did it for me for sure. Do, yeah, you, do you guys so want to give this one stuff. a rating out of uh, ten? This one's this one's pretty significant. Why don't you start, Jay? Uh, um. I, I like the stunt because it's entertaining as hell, but I feel so bad for Phil because, like, he just doesn't defend himself, you know? Like, he's he's kind of just getting, letting Bam just run the show there. And I, I kind of almost would like it a little more, I think, if Phil would, like, fight back a little more instead of just being passive on him, you know? Yep. I feel like I'd give more points if there was a little bit of a, I don't know, maybe he does more of that in Viva La Bam and Down the Road, but I think here he's kind of just a little soft, Phil. He's, he's, <laughs> he's a soft He's boy, very so. soft, but he's a soft man. I don't know, he looks hard fat to me. Like, it looks like <laughs> armor, not fat. Like, that's my <laughs> armor. Have. Yeah, he's like, you know, when you're like, there's certain kinds, there's not yeah. rolling, he's just dense. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's, That yeah. could be good, though. Maybe I that's why so. he can take so much punishment, I don't know. I think I would give this one like a like a six. I enjoyed it because it's just ridiculous, but yeah, I kind of feel bad for those guys. I don't know. Yeah, I was I found it hard to get out of my own way with this one. I I was just so off put in the very beginning, thinking like fucking Bam is being such an asshole. I couldn't get over it, uh, and I I know that that's just me being older. Like this 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 show is not for me. So some sketches are going to do that, but I'm giving this one a reluctant four out of ten. I know it's iconic, but it just hurt me to watch. I'm gonna go right in the middle of you guys with the five. Um, I think Bam's acting abilities and how he's hitting him. Like it, it just looked really yeah. intense. And I think almost too much to his own credit, 
Where sure. if it was like a little bit less aggressive and less like fury of blasts, then like you wouldn't feel as bad for Phil. Yeah, I think so that's part of it. It was just yeah. like, it really looked like super intense and annoying, but yeah. I have to give credit to him for even being able to do that. So I laughed, but I also felt bad. So I'm going to go just dead smack in the middle because I was completely mixed emotions on nice. it. And uh, just just a reminder for everyone listening, a five to us is not a bad. It's an average score. Yeah, we're not doing this like grade school where a 75 percent is average. Five is average. And we want it. We want to make that crystal clear. Yes. Clear as elephant shit. (laughs) Well, this next stunt is called (laughs) monkey. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) This next stunt was uh, this next stunt is something that. I saw it. I immediately thought of Tom Green because he has a whole hour special called Subway Monkey Hour that yes. takes place in Japan. And this is essentially, I can't remember who's in the suit. It might be Pontius, Pontius but he's just yeah, yeah. How is running around at the zoo. Knew. Yeah, I could tell just because of his ass. Oh, you could tell because of his he's ass. He's got a gorilla-sized hog, too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's basically just running around at the zoo terrorizing the kids and the parents. And it's... I don't know, but not much more to say about it. You guys have any thoughts on this one? Not really. That's I, fine. That's I love good. what I love the idea of kids being scared. Like if I was a kid and when you look behind you, that one kid looks behind and is like they're coming out of like an entrance or exit. Yeah. Like I absolutely love that. Because kids are just like they they're mortified. They might not even ever comprehend, even if they're told that that wasn't like by the time they get up, their memory might re-remember that as, as a real an actual thing that gorilla. To them. And they might be scared for life and Maybe that will create new jackasses growing up. That's <laughs> Develop an extreme phobia of hairy asses. Yeah, you know? or actually pristine non-hairy asses, it, it looked like. <laughs> you really got a good look at that ass. Dad ass? Dad ass. <laughs> Say Are you saying a dad ass or dad, dad ass? ass? Oh, dad yeah. ass. Dad ass. Like D-A-T. D-A-T. or A-S-S. A-Y-H-Z-Z-Z-Z. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's how I spell it. <laughs> Coming up next, it's Mexican snowboarding with Chris Pontius and friends. Mexican snowboarding. And uh, this one is really, really cool. I'm loving that we're starting to see more takes on extreme sports like we saw urban kayaking in a previous episode. This is basically the boys out on the sand dunes boogie boarding being pulled around by a quad. So it uh, looks like a ton of fun. I would absolutely love to go out and do something like this. Um What'd you guys think of this? Uh, Chris, what was your take on Mexican snowboarding? You know what? I all around loved it. Yeah. Like it wasn't like huge slams, huge air, but that's what I love about the show, especially in the beginning times. It, it's not meant to be nitro circus. It's yes. not meant to be things along those lines. Like it's just guys having fun. And for them to just to get the equipment, get the idea, little small things. Like when, when Pontius is like Ooh, Mexican snowboarding and he like shakes it like it's yeah. as if it's snow, but shakes it out of his hair. Like <laughs> I just, you know, it just had good comedy aspect to it. There were a couple good slams, but it wasn't like too much where you're like cringy worth of slams. Like I just all around love this one. Yeah. I agree. I think like, again, this one could have easily failed based on the fact that the stunt wasn't that extreme. What sells this stunt like urban kayaking is the character of Chris Pontius. And now you, I know Pontius wasn't in urban kayaking. That was Dave England. But in this case, Pontius just fucking owns it. Like you have these clear standouts of characters. Some some people in Jackass are good at hurting themselves and some are just good at being funny. And Pontius is so good at that. He has that line where he's like, a bunch of wild guys 
Looking for a thrill. Yeah. Great. And then, and then and he just adds this one little one-liner in when he's doing it. it like in, in, It reminds me of like when I was a kid making up extreme sports and just being like, it's, it's crazy because I do it like this and no one else does it that way. And he says to the camera, he's like, traditional net Mexican snowboarding is not normally done on the knees. It's normally done sitting down. This is a hybrid style. It's experimental. Just making up this shit similar to what Dave England did. Like I was, I was all for it. it, it like yeah, Pontius dude. man, put him in anything and I'll save it. Yeah. The voiceover really adds a lot to this. I love, love it. Uh, I actually had three thoughts pop out into my head during this one and I wrote them down for you. Okay. I don't know what made this pop into my head. Maybe it was the music. Uh, it's like a, I believe it was like a Mexican kind of acoustic guitar, classical guitar. Yeah. If yeah, I yeah. remember correctly. But uh, my first thought while I was watching this was I, I wish I could still take bumps like that. Like when I was oh. a teenager, just yeah. like, you know, to go down a huge sand dune and, and fucking, you know, fall off the edge of that, uh, that boogie board and just slam your ass into the, into the hard sand and, and they just get up and keep going. Like, I just feel like I'm beyond that now. And I, I kind of miss it. It's such a sad thing. Cause I remember, yeah, as a kid, you could just fall in any way you want, like ragdoll physics from an early two thousands PlayStation two game. And then you'd get up like nothing had happened. Oh, totally, man. And my second thought was, Kind of a little more like, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know, I was starting to get into a mood with this one because I just kind of started thinking, wow, you know, it's really taken taken in by it all. And these guys lived such epic lives, even with just shit like this, the amount of stunts they did and they're going to do. Man, you have so many good memories from shit like this. Are you okay, like, Jay? We, you, you've been, you've been kind of <laughs> going in and you got some something on some, how was your week, man? I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe I was just touched you know okay touched in the right way i guess you i know, mean is your dad i just um, oh it's, again <laughs> dad i gotta get back he just i can't let him out of my sights for a second i should beat him up like bam does but the third thought i had not enough poo i just you know i, I kind of snapped <laughs> i snapped out of it and i thought is this racist oh there there i mean there's definitely an element of that i mean there's so much of that in jackass in general where it's like they they just throw an adjective in there that's attributed to a, a culture or or a race or something along those lines and just that's just what people did back then and not all of it aged well i would say that this is probably as harmless as it gets for something like that i'm obviously not the person who should be speaking about it but i think that uh they do a lot worse <laughs> uh later on in the season uh, that then than this. Yeah, you're right. It's just you know, there's no excusing racism in general. But I feel like really, they're, it's they're playing the music and they're wearing ponchos and sombreros and stuff. But See, don't, they don't say anything. It's not like they're saying anything hateful, right? It's not like that. You know, that that might be a little more problematic. Yeah. So, yeah. It, to me, it just looks like some guys having fun. Do we? Oh, Chris is losing it in the corner there. <laughs> do we? Do you wanna? Do we wanna go with a rating out of? Uh, are you okay, Chris? I'm okay. Did did you see 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 okay <laughs> okay um, do you want to give this one a rating out of ten I feel like this was a fun one Chris or me oh whomever either I'll start fuck it I love this one so much <laughs> it reminds me of urban kayaking I feel like there's a a vibe and a certain type of sketch that I may not have appreciated as much when I was a kid I feel like this is the kind of thing I wouldn't have liked as much as a kid. And I would have loved Bam beating up his dad or someone just getting really hurt. That's what I was coming to Jackass for. Now I kind of appreciate the comedic subtlety in something like this. And I'm giving this one a 7.5 out of 10. Pontius doing a lot of fucking heavy, heavy lifting again. He's just great at things like this. Yeah, I, I got a eight and a half out of 10. Nice. Like I could have even went higher on it, to be honest, but it just it hits those boxes. It's it's 
Reminds me of, you know, just boys being boys having yeah. a good old time, which is why I like the show in the first place. It's got enough of a potential, like, is something bad going to happen without it being too much? It's absolutely hilarious. I love just like the commentary, like all the things you guys brought up. Yeah, it's all around solid skit for me. Eight and a half. I love that. Dude, Chris, I was so excited for your score. I don't know if you heard that, but I smacked those keys when I put 8.5 on the fucking Excel sheet there. So uh, I appreciate it. I was excited, man. I'm going with a seven. I'm going with a seven. I rated the urban kayaking at a seven, and I love both of these, I think, equally. They're, They're just great. Like you guys said, you summed it up. It's having a great time with the boys, making some good memories, and, you know, having a few bumps along the way. Mexican snowboarding is not for macho jerks. 110% 110% pure adrenaline. Ultimate rush. Ultimate high. Big wheel craze coming up after another brief running gag with Wee Man and Preston Lacey, of course. Um, the big wheel craze is Dave England and Ross Angeles and some other friends riding down the stairs on none other than a big wheel. Uh, it looks like a bunch of fun. I don't know really what more you can say about it. It's pretty self-explanatory. I'm surprised there wasn't more shots to the nuts as a result of, <laughs> yeah. you know, going down the stairs on a big wheel but uh i feel like this one would hurt this one would hurt a lot more than it looks like this this is an underrated one in terms of the pain i agree yeah coming up next though we got daddy and baby number two so we did this on i believe episode one they had daddy and baby and it was dave england at first by the way that's what i was trying to figure out yeah i said number two so i was I was thinking, was it the Dave England with the baby yes, on the with bike? with the ba- yeah, baby okay. on the bike. Uh, so this is a continuation. There. The Did we miss, though, the small interstitial with Dave England uh, when he was lifting weights while a mannequin sucked oh. him off in the basement? Yeah. <laughs> that was the weirdest did fucking we thing. I was like, yeah, I think that came just before Daddy and Baby 2. Um, that was... Uh, oh, shit. Sorry, guys. That was... Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. Uh, but that was one of the most bizarre... Like, Dave England, you mentioned, Chris, on the Steve-O podcast, was, was talking about that uh, the door stopper yeah he talked about had. this oh he did as well yeah, he made that himself he saw this idea i think he saw like i can't even remember the details of it but he saw something and he made it and he was just so proud of it and like yeah he never really got to like he, he said he never used it used it sure yeah exactly i don't know <laughs> there were some good moanings in that doesn't one. it also it makes a return in like jackass movies coming up when he has the bicycle or the unicycle or something oh, like i'm pretty sure it comes he back was kind of talking i think about something like that so maybe this was like the phase one yes i think i honestly i think it was i think it was uh and this is just this is just me thinking dave england is the best right like i'm pretty sure he is the best person on jackass he's my favorite is he one of those lizard people like i was always hearing uh, jesse the body ventura talk about <laughs> <laughs> i mean if when any, you can do that was yeah exactly <laughs> oh no no that's that's the paper one that's the spit sticker. What, what are you talking about? No, I'm talking about him when he's lifting weights in the basement and the mannequins. Oh, the BJ. The BJ. No, there's a spit sticker later yeah, on. Yeah, that was yeah, a weird we'll one. That. that was a fucking weird one. All right. Yeah, you better not Hold get on. to it Hold too keep quick. Keep your pants on, Jesse. We'll, we'll come back to that one. <laughs> let's let's go uh, into uh, Daddy and Baby 2 then. Um, yeah, pretty simple concept here, guys. Like, Daddy and Baby 1 was Dave England on a bike with a baby in the back seat there. Uh, just taking some bales on the street, watching people freak out. This is the same idea, except now we've got Knoxville in his SUV putting the baby on the car you know he's just putting him up there just for a second you just know to get his shit settled next he's to the not coffee gonna forget him up there obviously yeah he's gonna get in and drive away as a happy family thing is he 
he forgets the baby and the people around are absolutely fucking mortified and it is very entertaining to watch however it is also horrifying depending on your point of view <laughs> i'm kind of curious to see what your point points of view are on this one for, for each of you do you did you find this funny were you a little mortified as well i'll, I'll start with this one because i loved daddy and baby one it was great the idea of the bicycle on the back or that the car seat on the back and the bike just just taking a huge tumble was better than the weird kind of trolling that knoxville had to do to get people to pay attention follow his car out and then kind of slowly drive away you did get that nice shot from inside the 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 car of people like knocking on the glass and trying to be like hey there's something on your thing but this one just didn't make me laugh as hard as as the first one did it almost felt like hey that first time we had a really good concept let's try doing that again but just a variation of it and it just felt like it lacked that creativity that the first one had yeah i kind of agree with you over there um the one thing i noticed is something that i did like is they will take ideas like especially in the future they take a random idea and they build on it yeah and they set yeah. it up a little bit better like if it doesn't go perfectly the first time so like for example they pull out of a parking spot they try it again and this time they're in a busy parking lot so there's a lot of people around yes which so that you could tell they're at least working towards the parking lot was the best part of this exactly yeah. exactly and then and when he goes away i don't think it was a parking lot but he start pretends he's crying yeah 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 i thought that was pretty oh, good yeah. but. <laughs> Knoxville sobbing gent sobbing gently is is fantastic. Knoxville sobbing skit. gently was it. the name of my band in high school. Actually, that sounds that's like an emo band for sure. It was it was absolutely emo. I, that's the only music I knew in high school. I would listen to it on the floor of my shower with the lights turned off. Do you have a problem with that? <laughs> Cold water running down your back. Yeah. Cold runner water running down my back was the name of my book of poetry in high school. It's you're just hitting all the bases right now. <laughs> People start swarming the car though. And I love that. It's kind of like when you're, you see all those uh, scenes in movies where it's like, some famous guy fucked up and all the people are that you get an angry mob swap, yeah, you know, yeah, swarming yeah, yeah, the yeah. limo and banging on the windows. And, uh, man, you get a couple of those happening. Uh, people just desperately trying to get this baby back in the car. Uh, I love it when, uh, Knoxville, he, he gets in the car and, uh, I think it's the last attempt at this. He, he puts the baby on top and he's driving around and people are starting to kind of like blockade him. Right. So he can't get out of the parking lot. And he just, he just, you hear him go, what should I do now? Like yeah, he's yeah, actually yeah, yeah, flustered yeah, yeah, yeah. as to, Oh fuck, I might not be able to get out. Of yeah, exactly. This. Exactly. Uh, I love that. that I love great. the, I love that there are very specific types of people in this sketch. Like, especially in that last parking lot one, you have the guys who are just watching because they're very scared or confused as to what's happening. Then you have the, every time there's a moment of crisis, you have someone who's genuinely trying to help. And then the next person who comes along, who's the person who's only trying to help because they're there with their partner and they just want to make it seem like they, care enough to do something to help and you can very clearly tell who in that crowd is each person and my least favorite of the people in the in this crowd and you get them in every crowd in a situation like this are the people who are there to basically look at everyone else and say isn't this guy a fucking idiot and there's one clear guy in this sketch and if you go back and watch it he's basically ralph macchio from the karate kid and he walks <laughs> away from the car and he's like this oh my god like, can you believe it and i'm like fuck off dude you didn't save shit you just like being here so you have a story to tell i rubbed you the wrong way there eh, Mikey? fuck you chris <laughs> fuck you Ooh, okay i'm sorry i've been through some stuff lately i was in a parking <laughs> lot just an hour ago and a guy tried to pull out and he had a fucking baby on his car no i, I swear 
two. I swear on your life. I don't swear on my life. I swear on your life. I saw this, Chris. <laughs> you know, I got to drive home after this, right? Good. Don't leave the baby on your car. <laughs> you guys have a baby together? Uh, we don't like to talk about it too much, but um, it's one of those uh, inbred babies. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to give this one a rating out of 10? Because it seems like it's 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 uh, uh, a significant enough one to warrant it. You go, you go first, Mike. I would love to. And I'm, I'm th- thank you so much for asking me. And I, and I do appreciate you Get giving me point. the opportunity. Okay. Hi. So I would give this one a, a, uh, a solid 3.5 out of 10. And the reason is it feels like it borrows a little bit too heavily from something that did it better. It seems like they should have started with this one and then done the bicycle one afterwards. This one seemed a little bit lower stakes, worse reactions, three, 3.5 out of 10. Yeah. I'm, I actually will do the exact same thing for the exact same reasons. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, three and pretty, a half. Pretty, pretty, pretty basic. underwhelming to me. Yeah, man, that transition off of that um, abusive verbal abuse was was smooth. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I I follow instructions very well. It's uh, it's it's just in my DNA. I'm gonna go with a. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a five on that one. Okay. Like it's right down the middle. Like I, I liked it for the people reactions and stuff like that. It's like normally with this kind of shit, it's just funny. But like I feel like uh, I don't know. If there was a daddy and baby three, I think I'd probably be kind of done with it at this point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Good stuff overall. Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and I'm about to go up in flames. What we mentioned at the top of the show here, it's time has come for Up in Flames, mm. featuring Johnny Knoxville. He, he's basically just getting doused in, in flames. Yeah. Flames. This is another one where the, the whole prank or the whole sketch is more about the before and after, mainly the before. It, this one reminds me a lot of the uh, the poo cocktail in the sense that the setup is kind of the whole sketch uh, with one exception. The poo cocktail at least has a little, a little bit of a better payoff and a better afterwards. The moment he's lit on flames in this one to me does just about nothing. But oh, I, it, he was on flames on flames. Oh, like, he it was, was not like very uh, much on fire. Oh, like, yeah. That was sketchy to me. It, it, absolutely. Like, yes, of course. It's not something I'm going to want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I can, if I can volunteer not to do that in the future, sign me up. Uh, but I love the setup for it though too because it's not just like you know three two one I am Johnny Knoxville this is up in flames bam they show you like what it takes to actually be lit on fire yes. right there's I, a lot of prep I think, that goes I think the it. hardest part about this like where do you find that fire expert guy the like experts. basically like it's like he's like real life hot rod from the movie. Like you get this guy coming around and also like if there was someone lighting me on fire and they didn't have a Confederate flag bandana yeah, I on, I really don't think I would trust them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, is there really like an underground secret society of like stunty people that you could tell like, just haven't made it and aren't going to make it. You show up, I like like you. The person you don't want to show up is the guy wearing a suit. Yeah. Like you, you want that that guy that you wouldn't want to bring home to your parents if you were dating, <laughs> like, them. like Danny McBride in Tropical Thunder. Yes, Tropical <laughs> Thunder. This guy even tells Knoxville that he's had the tips of his ears, nose burned right off. Like he yeah. says that when he's setting them up. So like you know, this guy has done this stuff himself. Like he has the track record. <laughs> yeah, Knoxville's like, how long was he on fire for? He's like 20, 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> 
Knoxville's like, how many times you've been burned? He's like, about 40. Wow. Like, he's he's not trying <laughs> he to make nervous. Yeah, he, he did. Le- legitimately scared. And I wonder if that's where part of the comedy came from, because his interview with the expert, who, by the way, for a flame expert, his hair is too good. Like, how <laughs> did that never get burnt off? I look like Patrick Swayze. Um, and uh, it, it just surprised me that he could he could maintain those locks. Uh, but I, I have a, a, a huge question in general just about where they're finding these experts from. The flame expert yeah. in the ep- in the second episode with the human barbecue to the skunk lady uh, in this episode to this guy. It, it, are they just going to these weird mixers or swing parties? I, I don't know where they're getting yeah. uh, in contact. It's with not these guys. like they had like Craigslist back. There. At least I don't think if they did, it would have been pretty primitive. But like, how do you find these people back in 2000? Pro- probably if you find w- one of them. He's like, hey, if you're ever in this seedy town, I got a guy. <laughs> you're like, by the way, meeting him in some like a big network somewhere, like down by like a fucking swamp. You want a skunk lady? Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, they just have like a they have like a, a yearly conference for sketchy freelancers. Everybody yeah. gets together in California somewhere, maybe, and they fucking maybe they <laughs> come they meet these cards. people and then come up with the stunts. True, yeah, honestly, yeah, we got to fit this guy in something. Like, Yo, oh Knoxville, you want to light yourself on fire? Of course, why not? Why not? Let's do it. I did it once before. Um, this one seems like it's significant enough, I think, to give it a rating as well. You guys want to go out of 10 for this? The fireball itself is pretty impressive, though. And like Knoxville, he's told that when you're on fire, uh, when like when you're ready to tap out, go down on the ground and start like, you know, he's you're like wave your hands and tap yeah. them on the ground kind of thing. And he's dancing around for like the first, I don't know, five to 10 seconds and he's fine. But then you just see him go down. And uh, part of it that I, the reason I'm going to give the score I'm going to give is because when he gets out of the mask and everything, like he says he can't breathe. Like he's, they're asking him, are you okay? Like, do you have any hot spots? Are you all right? And he's trying to respond, but he's just struggling. You can see, cause all that fire just sucked away all the ox- oxygen. Right. Right. Um, and just seeing him go through that. And then like, he gets a round of applause from everyone. He's just totally cool with it after. That's why I love Knoxville in these types of stunts. Cause he always fucking nails it. Like he's, he always, puts his money where his mouth is you know he's never he never backs down like once he's in he's in all the way and i'm just surprised that like most people who got lit on fire like that and got to a point where they were feeling suffocated would probably come out like crying like yeah for you know, real. rolling around on for the floor real. thinking they almost died or something but he's just totally cool with it so yeah love to see that love to see how he took it i'm gonna give this one a score of seven and a half uh, just for the balls involved. Pretty interesting. Good okay, so I'm curious, Chris. What are you going for this one? I'm going to save mine for last. Great danger value. I really like the buildup. I got a lot of laughs with him and just thinking about the actual fire guy itself. I was going to go a six, but I'm giving it an extra bonus for misdirection because my favorite part about it was the oh, fact that yes, I know they're yeah. doing it beside a pool. Yeah. Like the whole time, like he's just yeah. going to jump into the pool, but he just goes to the ground. And he gets blasted with fire extinguishers, which is not fun. Like even if you're on fire, it's not a pleasant experience. You can't, that, all those extra fumes. I, I thought feel, he was just jumping into the pool. I feel pool. like you're speaking from experience right now. No comment. Okay. I, plead, I plead the fifth. Okay. Uh, so, so what are you, what are you rating this one? You said a seven, seven, well, man, I, I, I'm coming on the other side of this one. This one didn't do it for me. I feel like I'm being the negative Nancy on this one, but, uh, I, I did. I loved the beginning, but it was just Knoxville being Knoxville and a weird guy being a weird guy. The stunt didn't do anything for me. 
uh, it just, it felt too obvious. Like there's no creativity. You know what I mean? Like human barbecue to me was more creative to it. Although the danger factor wasn't there. This one was danger, but had no creativity. I feel like they could have mixed those two somehow, like put the meat on him and then be blowtorched and then eat that meat. That would have been a good one. Like it feels like they, they took two mediocre ideas and, and instead of mushing them into one, they kept them separate. I'm giving this one. I hate to say it guys, a three out of 10. All right, so Mikey's frame of reference for rating stunts. Uh, if cooked meat is not involved in some way, <laughs> dock one point. Yes, yes, I get hungry, dude. <laughs> no, three's He's going to lose a brother by the end of the, by the time we're done recording <laughs> all these podcasts. I'm telling you. <laughs> I got to say, I actually see where you're coming from, though. Like, I just knowing the stuff that Knoxville does in his career, yeah, I could see how it's kind of like lots of dudes get lit and fi- lit on yeah. fire. This happens all the time, and, and stuntmen do this all the time. I could see a three but uh, come on, you can't at least give an extra point for the love mayo comment. Extra the, point for uh, love mayo. Yeah. One of that love mayonnaise. That's when he's getting the uh, the cream on his hair. Yeah, it was good. No, Knoxville was Knoxville. That's why it's getting a three. The stunt itself to me is like a one. Yeah. Fair enough. And uh, coming up next, we go back one more time for a final look at the running gag between Preston and Wee Man. Those gotta love those reactions of the patio goers drinking their beers and their their cocktails and shit uh <laughs> and pawnee is coming up next uh you couldn't think of two other drinks i i, like, I should <laughs> interject real quick over here because i the, the the president thing something funny actually happened with one of our listeners they told me this story i'm not i'm not going to name the person or whatnot but they were walking down the street and they're listening to our podcast i don't know if it's our first or second episode but we we're already alluding i think you actually made a comment jay about imagine you're sitting around and you see a big fat guy chasing around a little guy, how weird that would be. And right as you said that, literally right as you said that, this person looked up and there was a little person, like a real, she said a really, really, really little person who was trying to climb up onto a regular size bike just as she was hearing that. And she felt so bad, but she couldn't help, but burst into laughter and she didn't want to make oh, it seem no. like she was making fun of him. So she pretended she was listening to something completely different and was laughing at what was, what was in her earphones, Oh my but it was God. just the timing of it. So listeners beware. We said, do not listen to this podcast. It is dangerous. Yeah, so it be is careful. Dangerous. Be careful. You got to be a professional to do it. Oh my God. Oh my that's God. amazing. Yeah. Good to know that our, our listeners are out and about and getting back to us with some other situations. Yeah. We appreciate that feedback for sure. Keep sending us the good stuff. We love hearing from you. So we drove an hour north from Miami to Boca Raton, believe it or not, to film Steve-O jumping uh, nine days worth of elephant poop. Coming up next, we have Steve-O and Pontius, or I should say Bunny the Lifeguard. Yeah, baby. Bunny's back. This one, I I don't know how you title it, but uh, I'm just going to call it steve-o jumps in some poo i believe uh i believe that line gets uttered at some point so it's pretty straightforward steve-o is uh gonna jump in a big pile of poo Um, poo, where did they source this poo from yeah it's elephants this is big boy poop if you're talking yo jay's excited (laughs) first of all they would have had to go to like a local zoo or something i imagine to get this because like how else are you getting elephant shit steve-o was working at the circus yeah and he collected it for like nine weeks i think he said yeah dude was he still working at the circus at this time he Uh, he said uh, that in the episode i I caught that oh i missed that it's it's interesting though because he it feels like no one else involved in this sketch was excited for the sketch did you guys get that sense at all like knoxville he's like he's like i just showed up like whatever Uh, apparently Steve-O is going to do some stuff and Steve-O is super pumped, but no one else who's involved seems to think it's a good idea. It, you know what it kind of feels like? It kind of feels like that, you know, like a Sunday afternoon where everybody's just lazy and you're hanging out with your friends. You're like, what do you guys want to do today? I don't know. Go watch a movie. 
uh, you want to go out and I don't know, smoke a joint or something. Yeah. Like what, I don't, I don't care. I'm good for anything. And it kind of seems like someone just suggested this and like, yeah, all right. But nobody's yeah. really like, no one's you really know, super jazzed it. about it. Yeah. Even though what they're doing is jumping off of a ladder into a pile of elephant shit. Nobody seems to like, it's just treated like another, you know, just, just another, another day weekend. to walk in the park. Yeah. Did you guys get the sense that they, they expected the poo to be squishier? Yes. A hundred percent. That was right? my, I, that's, it just was very underwhelming yes. when they jumped in. And like, you can tell based on the fact that they had to keep trying to find new ways to make it funny. Like, okay, let's go face first in it this time. Let's mm-hmm. do this. And like, if there were a splash, that would have been fucking hilarious. If Steve-O did <laughs> yeah. a backflip. They should into, have put water, mix it with water. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. It, like, that would have done something. They're, they're, it's too the, dry. It was way too dry. I mean, someone. Jay, you should actually speak on this. What, what, what do you feel about the context of that poo? <laughs> I got I to gotta tell you, like, it must have been refrigerated because there's no way it's going to be that hard coming out. I mean, come on. If it was just in the hot, hot sun. I don't know. They, they have a very fibrous diet. It could be the fiber. I mean, hey, I don't know. Elephants, what, they're eating peanuts and grass. What do elephants eat? Just basically grass. Just grass. Do they eat so. peanuts? Where would they get peanuts? Just that's, maybe at the That's circuit. a cartoon thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure so. Jay gets his science facts from cartoons. Yeah. I think that's what yeah. I, that's the sense I'm getting. Hey, Jay, you, did you know that mice don't wear gloves? Don't wear big, big white gloves? No, but I heard you do when you go to sleep at night. <laughs> My, Mikey, this is his Come brother on. speaking. <laughs> he legitimately <laughs> no. goes to sleep in like, Old man pajamas. The Don well. Draper pajamas. They're classic. Oh, way to call them that. Okay. Hey, classic. Well, that know. was like 60 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Old man pajamas. He also wears gloves for some reason, as it, well as slippers, as well as an eye mask and earplugs. Not slippers. No, no. Socks. Socks. Okay. Now, listen. Why here's gloves? Gotta keep your feeties warm. It's supposed to, to make it so if your extremities are warm, your body pushes blood to the center of your body and it makes you have a deeper sleep. Joe Rogan talked about this on his podcast. So now uh, you can't call me a loser for doing it. You love Joe Rogan. Why don't you just keep your hands under the covers? Because that's not warm enough. So like, you know, if all the body goes central, all the blood goes central, then you like almost guaranteed to wake up with an erection every morning. Like oh, you're, I'd be a great boner. Oh, you're man. Ready to go. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be great? No comment on that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I got to say something about this stunt. Sorry. Sure. Do you, do you want to add on to that, Mike? No, I'm glad to get off the topic because it's just something I do to go to bed. And some people find it weird. Well, here's do the thing. that before or after serial killing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You know what? I thought you were going to say like you put fucking like hand cream or like mayonnaise in the gloves or something to moisturize overnight. I thought that's the direction you were going. Hand cream or mayonnaise? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, one of the two. Hand cream or mayonnaise? Dude, are you big Ed from uh, that marriage show who puts mayonnaise in Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise number one ingredient is eggs. Come on, think of all the omega threes, omega six fatty acids in there. You're going to tell me that's not good for your skin? Fuck off. Come on. I th- you know what? I that's might definitely put in the not a cartoon. Cartoon science. That's, that's not yeah, cartoon that's science. science. That was some big boy science for sure. What were, you, what were you going to say about the, uh, the 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 this this sketch though? I feel like you were onto something. I love that this is just in somebody's like neighborhood. They're just doing this in the front yard. Like it's not in a private lot or at a circus or anything. It's open to the street. (laughs) Yeah. There are points where you see people just walking by and I swear there's this part where they, they shoot. I think it's just two teenagers riding by on bikes 
and they just kind of look over and they're like, hmm, that's weird. Yeah. Like I there's a dude jumping off a ladder into some shit. Okay. Like, could you imagine being that group and you're going out, like you call your friend up, you know, hey, you want to go for a bike? Want to go ride bikes? Let's do this. Yeah. Okay. I'll meet you down uh, on the corner and they're riding down the street and they see this guy doing this, you know, half naked dude jumping in, into some shit and they go, hey, that's weird. <laughs> I've seen that before. <laughs> I don't and know. And maybe, maybe one of them leans over and goes, Hey, are you okay? You seem like you're kind of taken aback by that for a second. No, no, I'm fine. You just you just go on ahead. I I gotta send out a tweet real quick. <laughs> the, the, I don't know if this was in the extras or in the actual thing, but this definitely happened where Pontius is like doing the intro and got sidetracked doing the intro because two girls walked by yeah. and he had to redo his intro. He's like, "Hey, ladies, like how <laughs> like how much of a beauty do you have to be to be in a Mr. Bunny costume <laughs> as well as jumping into elephant shit and still think you could pick up chicks? I know, like, I know. That is a legendary status. That was a credits moment. The, the credits of this episode were fantastic, by the way. Like, there were a lot of good ones. I, I will say again, like, we talk about how kind of boring the the sketch ended up being. I don't think it was, it went off the way they envisioned. This had a sort of uh, fizzle out feel the same way that jumping the LA River had for me, where they, they imagined it would be a lot cooler than it ended up being. But guess what? Just like the LA river one bunny the fucking lifeguard comes to save the day in chris pontius yeah. how many goddamn times do i need to say it you have a bad sketch put chris pontius in it and he and he saves the day for you and he did it yet again the weirdest thing though about this this whole thing to me is steve is doing backflips He's putting his face in the shit. He's throwing the shit. He's wrestling around the shit. And then all of a sudden, Pontius grabs some of it and throws it at him. And Steve-O yeah. gets legit upset at him. Like, <laughs> hey, don't throw Why now? Oh, I love he it. I love so the much. outrage. He says, hey, no throwing poo. But he's yeah. serious. He's maybe not joking. He's not like yard. laughing. Oh, maybe, maybe it's up. his yard, yard and he's trying to keep it contained in the, in the, the, the blow-up tub. <laughs> That's fertilizer. Come on. That's, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. That, that was the one thing that threw me off. I'm like, Steve-O has those random outbursts oh, sometimes, time. and you're like, where is this coming from? You did something seven times worse a second ago, and I next know. thing you know, you're like freaking out. Didn't you yeah. drink a goldfish? Why are you upset? <laughs> yeah, he's oh, funny. Uh, well, he's, he's very, I think Steve-O takes, you know what it is? Sorry. I, I think Steve-O just like takes these things very seriously, because like as silly as the things he's, he's doing are, he like understands that he wants it to be good. It's his art, you know? So I think like... When it maybe doesn't go the way he had it in his head, he maybe kind of gets a little uncomfortable or something. I think that a makes point. a ton of sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, him him viewing it as art is one hundred percent. Yeah, it. That, and it that's is. it. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to give this one a rating as well out of ten? I feel like it deserves it. Let's give it to Steve-O. I feel like he 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 he's waiting for it. Oh me? Oh sure, yeah. Go for yeah. it. Um, <laughs> Are you throwing me off? I, don't, I guess so. That's the first time he's ever said that. Um, Prove it. Yeah. I don't know if I can. Um, yeah. You know what? You do smell like shit. He smells delicious. <laughs> I said pickled eggs. But no, but I, he well, just jumped in elephant shit, guys. That's what we're talking where you, about. Where did you guys get a vat of elephant shit at your house? <laughs> well, Chris, what's what's with you and poo, man? Like, I just don't get it. Whoa, just, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Jay's backpedaling. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, just give it a rating. Come on. Yeah, I'm going to give it a rating. Uh, it is like a two out of ten for me. It's a Steve-O stunt. You know, I bet you didn't expect that one coming, but it just there was not really much to it. The, the jumping, like you said before, you kind of expect it to be squishy. Yeah. Like you could tell the backflip sure is impressive. And he tries this jump, this jump, that face plan was like pretty cool. But if they started with that, it might've been something. It just, there was really nothing much to it. If anything, it was just Pontius yeah. uh, making a few jokes here totally. and there, but the actual stun itself, if you're rating on that merit, I can't really go higher than that. I like it. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to rate this one because it's like, 
It's like you said, Chris, there's not a lot of payoff for it. I almost, do you guys think it would have been better if they put in like some cartoon sound effects when he lands in the poo, like a boring or like a I mean, or something? I, the concept you know? maybe, but I, that seems very non-jackass to me. And I know you get most of your science from cartoons, so you're maybe going to get some more information from the cartoon sound effects, but I, uh, I don't know that that works in this one. I'll throw in a couple. I'll okay. throw a couple into the show. <laughs> hey, everybody. Jay coming at you here from the future. Guess what? Turns out those jackass guys in the editing room are geniuses. They actually did the very thing we were just talking about. Cartoon sound effects up the ass in this segment. I'm going to put a clip in right now so you can hear it. I don't know how we missed this. Check it out. Here goes the culmination of weeks and weeks of planning. Okay, that last part was just Steve-O puking, but you get the point. Back to the show! I'm gonna give this one like a... ah, Fuck, I don't know. I I wanted it to be better, because like it's like you guys said, they went to all that... It feels like they went to so much trouble for pretty much nothing, but I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah, I'm I'm not impressed with it. I think Pontius does all the heavy lifting. He is the reason this is funny. You know, credit to Steve-O for envisioning or, or imagining what it could be. We all know that he gets a lot better at doing that as his career goes on. Two and a half out of ten for me, and it would have been a lot lower if Bonnie the lifeguard didn't make uh, her appearance there fair enough man i think this is our lowest rated stunt yet actually um nobody came in over a three on that one all um, around so yeah there you that's, go. A, that's a it's not great it's not great i think this may be one of our lowest episodes in general with the ratings that we're giving at least for me i you I know th- a lot of the sketches didn't really hit, hit I that think well the sketches weren't as good but the interstitials and the credits were yes, fantastic i agree everything but the main sketches yeah. did a really good job in this one yeah it's kind of funny it kind of goes against all logic but hey you know they can't all be home runs i guess there was some good stuff in there. I, I really appreciate the Mexican snowboarding and, you know, seeing Knoxville go up in flames. So not all bad, but yeah, yeah, that's another episode of Jackass. And thank you for joining us once again. Boy, should we, uh, I don't know, go out with some plugs? Let's go out with some plugs. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, I'll start. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. That is my main account is at Retrograde Mikey. I actually just launched two new podcasts. One is called The Sign Off and one is called oh, Jackass. Whoops. Uh, you can find all those <laughs> available. Uh, just just follow me on uh, on Twitter and you'll be able to find all that information uh, at the click of a button. Yep, you can uh, talk to me if you want. I doubt you will, but uh, <laughs> good old Chris from the Six on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on BBM at, uh, fiery iguana 77. Uh, I'm also, I have a Yahoo. Um, that's, uh, do you guys remember your ICQ numbers? Three, nine, Oh, six, three, four, eight, three, four, three, four, four, one, five, seven, eight guys, guys, hold on, hold on. I, I, I haven't said my Nexopia yet. Can I get there? <laughs> sure. Yeah. What is it? Fuck it, I don't know. X capital X Blink One Eighty Two fan, X capital X Z, something like that. Star Wars from the corn on Hotmail dot com. Dipset all day every day at Hotmail dot com. Yeah. (laughs) 
I we, still have a Hotmail to this day. No joke, boys. I'm rocking a Hotmail as we speak. You're rocking a Chris Bonnias? Hey, good old Chris. Ooh, a Hotmail. I see what you did there. <laughs> What's your actual uh, plug? Let, let, let's uh, let's let's give you uh, the benefit of the doubt that you're no longer using AOL and, and EBM. And BBM. <laughs> well... I mean, you can find me on Twitter, but I'm not going to lie. I haven't even set that up yet. Hey, pff, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, <laughs> I haven't really been a social media guy um, for most of my life. I just don't. I don't want, I, obviously, because I'm better than all of you. But yeah, um, yeah no, we know that. You know, I, no, I just, I don't know. I just don't really use it a whole lot. But I'm going to try for the show and see how it goes, I guess. But I might just stick to the jackass. But if you want to find me on there, I do have one set up currently at Dub on twitter so uh there is that who knows maybe it'll be a limited time offer so if you want to get in on it follow me now <laughs> get there early it's like a kickstarter account yeah with nothing on it <laughs> and no and, and, and no uh backer rewards unlike this most is the best plug ever like what a way i just feel like i just wasted you 25 seconds of everybody's <laughs> life you're welcome yeah you should have just I left think- it at bbm Speaking of wasting your time, this has been The Jackass. <laughs> Bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye. I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackass. He ruptured my gut now. Tell him to stop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get up and kick him. Just end it. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it. This was a Press X for Sound audio production.